This is Biz. I'm a part-time working mom with a big kid and a little kid. And I'm Teresa. I have a family business, two young kids, and a baby. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, Days of the Week. Plus, Biz shares some wisdom with Katie Bell, and Teresa gets some wisdom shared with her. Woo! Uh, Teresa, how are you? I have done hundreds of things already today. It's only I think like nine fifteen. Like in the morning. I started trying to count how many things I've done, and I was like, you know what? It's just hundreds. It's hundreds. <laughs> I like that you're keeping it realistic by not being like millions. Yeah. Because I'm tired it's, of I, people everywhere yeah. generalizing that it's millions it's of things. It's not millions. It's, Don't go crazy. Yeah. I couldn't do millions. There hasn't no. been millions of seconds right. yet but in the day. But there hundreds, have been hundreds. Sure. Sure. Um, yeah. Everything's been impossible <laughs> today. We're recording on like a different day than usual at a much, much earlier. earlier time. Which Very early. Did not, I will never happen again. <laughs> I mean... This just I must I, have emailed, I mean, tw- texted Kara, our producer, yeah. like 10 times being like, is it really is a it nine really o'clock? o'clock? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, everything was just impossible yeah. this morning, like really impossible. And there was, there was this one moment where this one very real moment that took place, which was <laughs> um, I was losing my mind because yeah. I was, oh, I was trying to supervise three kids, get three kids ready for the day. And get myself ready for Mm. the day all at the same time. So it seems like a shock that somebody would get frustrated or stressed out in that situation. Is it you? With time pressure. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it was Was it you? Uh, Yeah, it was me. (laughs) And and so I was kind of like doing a lot of yelling. I wasn't doing like... Not like tantric yelling. It wasn't. No, oh man, I wish. I probably should have. It wasn't. It wasn't like full blown tantrum or mom sure. breakdown level yelling. It was just a lot of like. I don't even want to. No, I don't okay. want you guys to see this side of me. Okay. Let's just Anyways. say you were probably at Biz's day to day normal <laughs> speaking voice to her children. I was like, and it was hard because. For whatever reason, everybody got up earlier than usual, which I thought was going to be a gift yeah, right? because we needed a little more time. <laughs> but what ended up happening was that just made people spiral off in a thousand different directions. <laughs> and Grace has this like magic wand that like hasn't impaled anyone yet, but he's like totally yeah. going to. And Oscar fell like three times today. He fell off the top bunk. He like did all oh, this ridiculous. I mean, just st- he's fine. You guys, yeah, it's just course. like so many stupid things <laughs> were happening because they had like too much time they this had, morning. They had five extra minutes. Yeah. They had too much time. <laughs> and so anyways, I was losing my mind. And at one point I was like yelling and Grace was like, um, mommy. And I like <laughs> knew what she was going to say, but it was actually so much worse than I thought. She goes, Mommy, what you're doing right now, it's making me not feel loved. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, okay. And so, uh, like, okay, obvious. And then I was like, obviously you're loved. No, I didn't, no, I didn't do that. Oh, but it was at my house. Well, I was. Do you not feel loved? So this doesn't loved. make you feel loved. Yes, love you. <laughs> so anyways, I like calmed down a little bit. I probably took it down a notch and said like, you know, I'm sorry, but I'm just, I'm trying to get us out the door. This, this, and this is happening. Let's, right. you know, stay on task and let's get out the door. And then later, 10 minutes later or 15 minutes later, we're driving. I'm driving her to school. He said, you know what, Gracie? I just want to tell you, I really heard what you said. And thank you for telling me how you feel. Yeah. I'm sorry that it got a little out of control this morning. I was totally stressed out. And like, but I, you were right. And I appreciated you telling me how you felt. And she goes, yeah, I really (laughs) didn't know how to say exactly how I was feeling. I was feeling sad I was a little bit scared and a little bit angry (laughs) and I was like okay good I mean yes like thank you for telling me that and I I really your feelings are really important to me and I I really hear you and like when you tell me how you feel it actually helps me too I can like hear that and then it helps me like stop and take a breath and calm down a little bit and 
Like I, that's that's really important. And you know, I'm sorry. And just so you know, like I want to tell you a little bit about like how I got to the place that I was at. It wasn't you were doing anything wrong. It was just that I had to handle this, this, and this. And I kind of like explained yeah. like where I was coming from, like how I got to that point. And then she just goes, sorry, mommy. I was totally absorbed in my imagination just now. I just wasn't listening <laughs> like, to a fucking thing you none said. It. Yeah. <laughs> it was so perfect. And I was just like, okay, forget. Uh, like, it's, it was fine. That's like where I just, just turn the music yeah. on. It's just like, it's like, because in our car, we always turn yeah. the music down for some like important yeah. thing to say. Yeah. Uh, I just like, I was going to turn it just right, turn the it right back, back up. up. Never mind. Uh, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> But now you've learned a new thing to say when you're not listening to your child. Sorry, mommy was just deep in her imagination. I was totally absorbed I was in my imagination. Getting so much milk at the store. <laughs> this beautiful store I in was paradise. Busy getting milk forever. <laughs> yeah, that feels about right. Yeah. Yeah. How are you? Well, uh, first, let me just say. Yeah. You're doing an amazing job. Oh, thank you. The, that I way made to, it. You made it. Yeah. Way to be like present when your child says something to yeah. you that you don't want to hear and you right. responded nicely. Okay. Yeah. Which is takes a lot of effort to mm-hmm. do. And uh, so good job. Thank you. And you are here. I'm here. You're I made doing it. it. Thank you. Yeah. You made it too. I did. Yeah. Uh, I I imparted some you know, you people who've listened to the show know that I have wrestled constantly in this one specific area of parenting of how much should uh, certain types of juvenile uh, school-style information be imparted by me to my children, and how much should they gather on their own out in the wild? Right, right. Uh, and I've been really good recently of pulling back. I have mm-hmm. my my insecurity that Katie Bell and eventually Ellis will not uh, learn all of the hilarious, perfect, secretive things that children should say to each other. Ha ha! I see London. I see France. I you know, any of those. I, those insecurities have been put to rest. She's getting plenty of it. Yes. <laughs> but we, the book fair is happening at school. I do love a book fair. Book fair is happening at school. And of course, there are a lot of books there, but there's also a lot of garbage. Mm. You know, giant novelty pencils. Right. Other versions of giant novelty pencils, very tiny pencils, erasers that are like things that are disappointing because they are not those other things. Right. <laughs> All overpriced. Anyway, Katie Bell wanted to get a calculator. Now, for whatever reason, we don't have a calculator at our house. Mm-hmm. And it's just fallen into... Do you have computers? Well, yeah, I have a phone, <laughs> a phone? but she doesn't. And, uh, and I've just always been like, you're not allowed... For, don't ask why. One of those weird things in my head is you don't get a calculator until you can actually do some fucking math, mm. right? She's really great at math. So mm-hmm. I'm no longer like, Katie Bell's going to do her homework with the calculator. Mm-hmm. It's fine. So I say, all right. You can get a calculator. You're going to have to, uh, you owe me the three bucks for the calculator later. Mm-hmm. But it's a chocolate bar scented. Mm-hmm. I wish I'd known that mm-hmm. earlier. Chocolate bar, chocolate scented calculator, hmm. solar calculator. She is so thrilled. And as soon as she got it, I, I could not control myself from passing on to her all of the things that I could spell on oh, a calculator, yeah. <laughs> especially right away. Uh-huh. Boob. Sure. You can type bo- eight you zero zero eight, and if you want to do boobless, <laughs> hey Katie Bob, I'm gonna show you. That. I'm gonna show you how to write. But I started with. I started with. You can write Ellis because mm-hmm. you can write Ellis. Yeah. Three seven seven mm-hmm. one five. You gotta mm-hmm. flip it over. Anyway, yeah. you can do Ellis. That was always very exciting. And then I was like, now type in eight zero zero eight. She does. That's boob. Ooh. <laughs> And then we went through it like boobs, she, boobs yeah. boobless, uh-huh. and then Ellis, and then she on her, her own, of course, discovered like eight million other ones that I never mm-hmm. thought of. Yeah. And I kept thinking, I'm pretty. She goes, "Mama, you can spell shh," and I was like, "It? You can spell shit on it?" <laughs> she was like, she just looked at me. I was like, "Oh, never mind. Just ignore your mother. Yeah, <laughs> you can't. There's not a T. Yeah, goodbye." Just spell boobs. Anyway, I texted Stefan and I said, "I just taught our daughter how to spell boob." on the calculator, and I'm feeling very <laughs> pleased with myself. I am doing an amazing job. This is, the, this is my strong point. This is my shiny moment as a mother. This is my skill set. Anyway, there you go, guys. 
Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. We have entered calculator boobs. None of this ties into what we're going to talk about today, uh, which, which is interesting. We're going to talk today about the significance of the days of the week. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Biz and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa. Yes. Days of the week. Days of the week. Days of the week, days of the week, days of the week. There's Sunday and there's Monday, there's Tuesday and there's Wednesday, there's Thursday and there's Friday, and then there's Saturday, days of the week. Is everybody's preschool teaching their children this song? Okay, good. I recognize it. I know. Well, it's also the Adams family. Right. Which my children have Which no. Which came first? Which came first, guys? Of course, you know, me as a purist, I'm like, Katie Bill, Ella, sit down and watch the Adams Family right now. This won't disturb you at all. For some reason, back in the old days, they wanted to write television shows about monsters living as normal families. <laughs> days of the week. We, uh, a while ago, did a show just on weekends. Yeah. Saturday, Saturday, and how weekends were no longer. We did do one, We right? did do one, though we cannot find it. We but probably I know did, we though. did it. Apparently, Weekends is not in the title. I know we've talked about Weekends on this show. We committed a whole show to how Saturday and Sunday were no longer the weekend. Maybe it was tied in with vacations or something. But look, look, we have talked about Weekends not being what they once were. But what we haven't done, (laughs) for no particular reason, is really look at each day of the week and how those those have changed <laughs> in terms of their meaning uh, since having kids. Yeah. So let's just all settle in. And I'd like to preface this with, but given everybody's got different lifestyles and schedules, and so days will mean different things to different people. Not everyone's like, oh, shit, weekends are not what they used to be. Some people really love the weekends with their children. Mm-hmm. I love the weekends with my children. It's just an exorbitant amount of time with yeah. my children yeah. that I had never have figured out how to break up correctly yet in my life. So we're not saying... Could you hear that sigh? Yeah, Teresa's <laughs> big sigh. We're not saying the days suck. We're just enjoying poking fun of the days. Now, <laughs> let's start with Monday. Okay. I would like to go back. This is going to be a lot of before and after. Yeah. And I would like to say, for me... Mm-hmm. Stereotypically, mm-hmm. Mondays are the worst. Yeah. Every T-shirt I've ever seen yeah. or coffee mug I've ever seen usually implies that Mondays are so bad no one wants to do them. Right. One should not uh, address somebody on a Monday yeah. until they've had their coffee. Someone has a case of the Mondays. A case of the Mondays sounds awful. Yeah. No one wants a, like a six-pack of Mondays. No. It's like a... Oh, I thought a case of the Mondays was like a case of the flu. No, it is. I'm I just guess. also but saying another it made another type of case. Yeah. Both unpleasant cases. Yes. Yeah. No one wants no. either case. Mm-mm. Yeah. You don't want to come down with Mondays. No. And you don't want to drink six Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> because Monday was when you had to go back to work. This right. was like when your weekend was over. Yeah. You couldn't stay up late on Sunday night. You had to be in bed because yeah. you're going to have to get up. And go be part of the machine again. Yeah. Or even before we had jobs. Yeah. Like school. School. Going back to school on Mondays. Oh. Mondays, the worst. Yeah. What did you forget to do over the weekend that was due on Monday? Mm, that's true. Yeah. All kind yeah. of horrors with Monday. Right. Now, for me, mm-hmm. Monday. A lot better, right? This is great. It's much better. Monday yeah. is the new fucking Friday, <laughs> yeah, guys. Mondays are coming up. Yeah. Monday is totally my Friday yeah, now. I'm yeah. like, whoa. Yeah. Everybody's going to school or yeah. work. Everybody's getting out of this house. Even like, even the day, because we record on Monday. So that's mm-hmm. a day where we're going to work. It's not like I can plan to get anything done that yep. day besides the work, right? Yep. But I am looking forward to it yeah. because it is me time. Totally. Right? I also look forward to it. Yep. Yeah. And so, like, and the kids are all at an age now where they're in a school somewhere. Mm-hmm. Stefan is going back to go enter the world of like other adults talking to each other. Mm-hmm. We're all back. I feel like why I like Monday is, one, everybody's got something to do. Mm -hmm. Routines are back in place. Mm -hmm. 
right? Mm-hmm. And uh, there are moments where I am alone. Yeah. So these Can are my new- Yeah, please. Yeah. No, I'm with you on all of those. I don't have like as unmitigated joy over right. my kids going to school because we have these like <laughs> issues. Well, I know. This year, right. But <laughs> I still have the same. I, ha- I have some relief and my my stress over school is softer on Mondays because I feel that after the weekend yeah. we've rested and recovered and my mm. kids are in pretty good shape when they're going back to school on Monday. So right. there's something like I. it's easier to send Grace to school on a Monday or a Tuesday yeah. than it is on like a Thursday or a Friday when, when she's spent. Like right, she's right. done it. Yeah. And so there's there is something about Mondays that's like, well, I know we can all make it through today. Yeah. We've all we're all rested. <laughs> like we've all had lots of yeah. togetherness time. We're all, you know, like everybody's in good shape. Yeah. Cause even I think I don't wanna have this conversation without acknowledging lots of People go to things they don't like to oh, do totally. on Mondays. Oh, totally. Mondays are sort of a, so I yeah. feel like the Monday is like a sort of a crapshoot in terms of, well, yes, here comes our routine again. Here mm-hmm. comes our some time alone again. Here mm-hmm. comes some refreshed mm-hmm. time. Doesn't necessarily mean that Mondays are like going to Margaritaville. No. But it's just not the same as it once was, mm-hmm. at least for me. Agreed. Yes. Tuesdays. I think that pre and post kids, Tuesday's still just fucking Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Is it? Is it Tuesday? Do you have like, does Tuesday have a new significance for you? Well, it does just because each day of the week now we do something right. different. Right. So like yeah. Tuesdays, I really like Tuesdays right now because I, both I both my kids get picked up early and we have like a couple things that we do in the afternoon on Tuesdays. Yeah. Um, and then. Curtis, for whatever reason, is like occasionally with the sitter on Tuesdays, just the way the work week plays out. And so it tends to be like a day where I can't get work done (laughs) and I get like some time with my kids, but not a full day with my kids. Like they both have somewhere to be, but then I get some time with them. Yeah. So it's a nice split. Yeah. Yeah. For me, Tuesday is a Mama Ellis day. Mm. So Katie Bell's at school all day. Uh, Stephen's at work, but Ellis and I have to fill the whole day together Mm. where we do have a thing scheduled. Mm -hmm. But I will say Tuesdays, Tuesdays are a little lost for me. I haven't, I feel like, and I think this is just second child, eight years in to parenting in general, where like the gung-ho-ness of the Katie Bell mama days is way more gung-ho. Yeah, yeah, While this I'm just like, hmm. How do we get to art class? How are do we fill gonna, that time? Are you guys gonna do that for one more year? No, or are you gonna next do five year. Days next year he'll do five days okay. in preparation for the rest of his life cool. being in school. Five cool. days that doesn't make any sense, but like yeah, it does. Th- yeah. So I mean, no, you just feel like he's ready. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. yeah Technically, yeah. I guess he's ready now. But yeah. meh, yeah. We're, we're, I'm still clearly enjoying. <laughs> yeah. These two it's, days a week. It's clear how much you're enjoying them. <laughs> yeah, I think Tuesdays are just like Tuesdays to me still stands as like Tuesday has always stood. Mm. Which is a day in which you get up, you do your things, mm-hmm. and you go back to bed. Okay. Because then it's Wednesday. Yeah. And Wednesday is hump day. Right. Now, you're getting over the hump of the week. It's yeah. supposed to be the middle of the road. Yeah. Or it's a day in which you do lots of sex. I don't know what hump was supposed to refer to Probably in this. used to mean Probably used. Yeah. It probably did in the olden days. Yeah. <laughs> And the Egyptians are like, oh, it's a Wednesday, guys, a sex day. And that's been translated to just trying to get over the hop. Yeah. Uh, Wednesday used to be this like, oh, I'm at school or yeah. I'm in my work. And now Wednesday means yeah. I'm on the downside of yeah. like, it's like turning 50. I'm on the downside of the uh-huh. journey. Uh-huh. <laughs> so none of those, there are no T-shirts that suggest that Wednesdays are bad. Uh-huh. There are no mugs. No one's like, don't yeah. talk to me because it's fucking Wednesday. Interesting. Right? That's so true. Monday only gets the... the Wednesdays the... and Thursdays are, I think, my worst days. I think I those are the darkest days for me. See, They're for... very rough for me. Wednesdays have become the new Mondays for me because Saturday and Sunday are like a fucking weekday for me. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. like Wednesday, because like my Monday, Tuesday are my... Right? I'm like, woo! Yeah. We're all yeah. back to routine. Everything's feeling fucking great. Yeah. And now Wednesday's like, now... We have five days 
to get back around to whatever the excitement mm. of Monday is. Even mm. though there are other days on happening, I'm on the very, yeah. or really the beginning yeah, of the, the upslope. Up yeah, right, because right, right, like, right. even yeah. though Katie Bell will still be in school and there are all these things, mm-hmm. I just know that Saturday and Sunday are coming and we just do our weekends so poorly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we still just don't. Mm-hmm. We still just haven't figured those out yeah. or committed. Yeah. And it's in the eight years of doing this yeah. to any kind of very specific thing where I can feel confident that I know what's happening on a weekend. Uh-huh. So weekends to me are just chaos of like unpreparedness. No yeah. yeah. Like kids, everybody's just staring at each other, yeah. but all wanting to do their own thing. Yeah. Right? I hate that. So that's yeah. my Wednesday. I fucking hate Wednesdays. Yeah. Even though technically I have them to myself. Yeah. I'm just in a place You're of- You're getting ready for I'm the getting weekend? ready for the weekend. Wow. Isn't You're getting horrible? ready for the weekend three days early. Yeah. Isn't that the- Aren't Take I the worst? Take a chill pill. I need a t-shirt <laughs> that says, it's Wednesday, biz. Relax. Get out your fucking banjo and touch it. It's just my masturbation day. Uh, but you think- <laughs> Maybe, gonna just that that, maybe that maybe that like be. it better because if I'm looking forward to it, I need to plan something really good, like some serious <laughs> masturbation on Wednesdays. Jesse oh. has this thing where he can't think when he whenever he hears the word self care, he can't yeah, not, not think, think that somebody's talking about. Masturbation. Aren't we all talking about masturbation all the time? So what are Wednesdays so for you? Well, I've actually now that I'm hearing you talk. What I have wish, I ruined Wednesday for you? <laughs> I, you it, I, like I said, it was already. I think Wednesdays and Thursdays are a very dark day for me because we're kind of like recover, like the like we're kind of like ready for the week on Mondays and Tuesdays and kind of like going, going, going. And like by Wednesday and Thursday, I know I'm lumping them together, no, which probably fine. ruins your outline for this conversation. But no, I'm just laughing at the fact that we're even having this conversation. <laughs> True. So like Wednesday and Thursday are kind of the same boat for me where like I've, I'm really done with the yeah. week and I oh, wish yeah. that one of them was a weekend day Yeah. and then we could go back and finish the week. That's what I wish. Like I don't, I feel like, I, and it's not even, part of it is that like I think my first grader is done being at school by yeah. then <laughs> and that's hard for me. Yeah. But also I'm done with like. Making lunches. Yeah, like making lunches. ready and yeah. getting around on the same time and oh, picking yeah. everyone up and getting them home yeah. and being on the schedule and blah, blah, blah. I just, like, kind of want to have a chill day. Yeah. And there's still so many more weekdays. Yeah. Yeah, Wednesday's not a good day. Yeah. It's not. We're almost on our way to single life Friday. Yeah. That and childless Friday. Yeah, no. Because I want to say that Wednesday still serves as a reminder that lurking in my brain, there's still this idea that weekends are awesome. Right. It, like, like That the, affects me on Friday. Okay. Which we'll right. get to. Yeah. I don't have that on Wednesday. Okay. Well, so, yeah. I think Wednesday, you still think it's Wednesday. Yeah. And I guess on some level, I'm like, oh, it's Wednesday. Two more days until Stefan will be home. Right. All day. Right. Two days in a row. Yeah. Right? Like that's, and yeah. there will be significant yeah. help. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thursday. Mm-hmm. Thursday's like a Tuesday. Fuck you, Thursday. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I don't need know. 18 cups of coffee. <laughs> don't make me come down with a case of the Thursdays. I can remember Thursdays in my youth, mm-hmm. like in my 20s and early 30s before children. Thursdays could easily be manipulated into a Friday. Oh, totally. I could easily Thursdays have been fun. like, let's go yeah, out. Let's we go can, out. We can yep. still go out. Totally. I mean, it's still stay like, up late Because at I mean, least. all I got to do is get Friday. through Friday. It's casual Fridays and, anyway. I don't have to. No one has high expectations yeah. for people in their 20s on Fridays. Yeah. I So like Thursday was kind of a fun day. Of yeah, like, it was. Let's go out and yeah. do a thing tonight. Right? Like, and yeah. yeah, there was something exciting about Thursdays. Yes. It that like I don't know if it was the titillation of the weekend approaching, yeah. or the, plus Seinfeld was on. Well, there used to be the must be <laughs> yeah. TV Thursday nights before cable ruined everything. Yeah. So yeah, so Thursday was all right. Now Thursday is once again it's like a Tuesday. Yep. It's yep. another Mama Ellis day. Mm. So it's another day where I'm trying to figure out like this huge. Shag- yep. Let's all just admit that every day with children becomes a thing. 
where you're trying to figure out how to get from one time to another time. Mm -hmm. And like, I need to get from breakfast and drop off Mm -hmm. to the next activity I'm doing with my child. And there's going to be a one to three hour window in there where there's no naps. There's no exactly anything specifically planned. And it's like a like a lost window of time that you don't know what to do with. And then you do your activity. You feel great. And then you have another. How do I get to dinner? Mm-hmm. How do I get to bath? How do so I get to bed? Is how so I've the week. That. I just want to say that I feel like the yeah. week represents that, like in a larger scale. I agree. Right. I I just I don't have that block of time problem because I had a baby. Yeah, you, yours is filled. All you have to do is the- have a baby. <laughs> I'm Problem telling you right stop. now, you just have a fucking baby. I know. Then you're just needed all the time. All and you're the busy time. all the time doing stuff. Yeah. And if your kids are don't have something to do, they find something to do. Usually making a soup on the couch. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Falling off their top bunk. Yep. Look at me! Woohoo! <laughs> yeah, Thursday's definitely one of those days where I just hear stuff coming from their rooms. Sure. And I'm like, no one's come to me. Yep. They and know I, where I am. And I don't hear yeah. the bad thump. No. You know, like yeah. the thump that's followed by yeah. <laughs> a little silence. Yeah. I don't hear that thump. Yeah, like that was me this morning where, <laughs> like, I heard the thump and then I heard Oscar, I heard a pause. And then I heard Oscar go like, ow, yeah. or whatever. And then Grace came running in and she's like, Oscar fell off oh, the yeah. top bunk. And if I hadn't heard what I heard, I would have been like, Oscar fell off the top and like freaked out and like ran in there. But because I heard everything on the monitor, (laughs) I I was like, okay, he fell off the top bunk. All right. He's all right. I'll go check it out. (laughs) And I just like walked over and I looked at him. I said, hello, how are you? You all right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm all right. Should we just start treating Thursday like we used to have Thursdays? The whole point was that you could do with a little less sleep because you only have one more day to go. But this is sort of like your prep time mm-hmm. to get as much sleep as you can. Because, because the weekend is about to begin. No long. It's the, almost like Sunday. It is. Thursday I is like the Sunday. Sunday. You're yeah. prepping because Friday, Friday is, is no longer <laughs> awesome. I mean, don't get me wrong. You're not going to your job. Possibly. Mm-hmm. School's out. No more teachers. No more books. No more teachers. Dirty looks. Yeah. However the rhyme's supposed no to go. No more pencils. No more pencils. No more books. <laughs> no more cigarettes. No more books. <laughs> no more teachers. Dirty looks. They, uh, that's how it goes. They, I may be teaching my kids all the wrong things mm-hmm. to say. Go ahead and say it, Katie Belts. Fine. <laughs> you won't get in trouble. I won't care. So, yeah. So Friday... The joy of Friday. School's over. Work's over. We're about to party all fucking weekend. We're going to sleep in so much mm-hmm. on Saturday and Sunday mm-hmm. that, like, time almost doesn't matter. Yep. We're going to just go out and get so much fun stuff done. Yep. And it's, we're, and we're sen- it's such a sense of achievement, too. Yeah, we like, made I it. I did it. I did I it. I did this week. Weekend is our time. Yeah. Me time. Yeah. My time. Yeah. And, I mean, all the shirts are about how great Friday is. Mm-hmm. It's Friday somewhere. Yep. That's never true. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's almost Friday somewhere. Right. Or Friday's just ending somewhere. Yeah. These are all my new super shitty t-shirt lines. <laughs> you guys like it? It's Friday somewhere. <laughs> I love that so much. It's Friday somewhere. <laughs> so good. So, Friday's... The significance of it was that it was about to be your time. And the reality is, it is no longer your time. It is family time. Nothing changes about what time your kids get up. That's the thing about weekends. Right. This is not, this is what's ruining Friday, is that your kids are still getting up at whatever time they're getting up. They're still going to maybe wake up all through the night, right? Yep. They're still gonna. You're still gonna have to get up and make the breakfast yeah. and lunches and clean Ooh. and do laundry Ooh. and like all the stuff you couldn't get to during the week. On top of all the normal yes. daily, it's that how did I get here moment of like here I am making fucking dinner yeah. again yeah. and breakfast again yeah. and cleaning it When's up my again. Weekend? Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then we just become haggard, horrible parent beasts that walk around. When is my weekend? Why did that's another t-shirt? When is it my weekend? Hashtag 
hag parenting. <laughs> Hashtag blessed. I just like okay. Friday has become the significant omen of awful to come. <laughs> like because there the weekend becomes this like area of no. It's like yeah. It's like a. It's like this horrible middle ground between yes, there you're not working possibly. If you're in a traditional nine to five weekday job, uh, you don't have school. If you're in a traditional nine to five <laughs> school job, right? Uh, everybody's home in most situations, whatever. It's supposed to bring some sense of normalcy back and self-indulgent. T- it's supposed to signif- signify mm-hmm. self-indulgence on some level. Yeah. Although and- I will say the way our... The way uh, working culture is now, I would say I would be surprised if it's most people have two parents home all weekend. I I think a lot of people have different kinds of schedules where they're working like, you know, 24 hours over the course of, you know, if you're a nurse or, you know, you work from home or. That's right. You're in the restaurant industry or or service industry. No, I agree. So it's not. I think a lot of, but a lot of this, I think, kicks in with some of that like historic. Yeah, the whole thing right. about talking about the fucking week yeah. is that all of these like assumptions about yeah. what each day means is just garbage baggage it that is. we've been carrying around Completely. from a totally different time period. Yes, hundred percent. That is not at all what our society is like now, yeah. and I I feel like part of the adjustment that makes it so hard is that the weekends are never what weekends traditionally were. And most of the time, I'm trying to base the weekend on what it was like for me when I was a kid and I wasn't responsible for shit. Right. Right? Like, when I was Saturday morning cartoons and, you know, we're going to church and then we're, you know, like, that was like the, that was it. And the rest of the time you were outside. I'm trying to base my adult ups and downs of the week on whatever generations that came before me yeah. or television or books or t-shirts or coffee mugs are trying to tell me it's supposed to be, which is weekends are family time. And isn't that great? Or weekends are your self-indulgent, not working time when that's not what it is right. anymore for, yeah, like you said, for most of us. So I think that's like part of the disappointment. One, there's the disappointment of, for me, a feeling like weekends were supposed to be this big enjoyment with my family. And it isn't always because to make weekends work for us, at least in our house, for our kids and for Stefan and I, we need stuff planned. Yeah, There oh, needs totally. to be some routine with that. Yeah. And we're still not good at setting that up. Yeah, and It's also a time when we should be being given some self-care time individually as adults. We haven't nailed that yet either. Combined with whatever trope of what weekends are supposed to be that I've been carrying around for 40, 40 years and doesn't match up with how it works right now. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the crushing disappointment of the day-to-day life of the days of the week. So, But what's <laughs> also interesting about that is, like, I feel... Un- so f- my experience of Fridays is different mm-hmm. because... I, well, two things. Thing number one, I've already said. I So, like, by the end of the week, my first grader is done being right. in school. And so, for me, Friday is a big relief because I'm like, oh, we made it through the week. Yeah. We're at the end of the week. Don't have to do that again. Get a break. But also, I have always had, like, a mental boost on mm. Fridays. Like, just left over from yeah. that feeling of, it's Friday. Like, yeah. <laughs> Like, my sister pointed out to me one time that, like, I, for a while, I was, like, always texting her on Friday mornings with, like, pictures of the kids or just saying hi or, like, something. And she was like, you're always, like, checking in on Friday mornings. girl Friday. Yeah, because I think it's just that I do have that whatever that was growing up, that, like, excitement over we made it through the week or Friday. It's just, like, it's almost like that thing where, like, even though we live in L.A. and we have pretty good weather year round and the summer is actually pretty hot and disgusting yeah when like june rolls around and the weather gets like really warm and you get that like summery yeah. feeling i get really happy and excited even yeah. though like if i really thought about it i'd be like well actually the best months are past now yeah. like we're actually going into like <laughs> the, worst, the worst months our winter storm is coming but, like right? i just get that like summery yeah. like school's gonna be out and it's gonna be summer like that feeling from right. before like i've my brain is trained for fridays like yeah. my brain is just fully trained for that right and but then does that carry you through the weekend no I, 
<laughs> no, but it carries me through Friday. Right. Like, I'm usually pretty good all the way through Friday. Yeah. And I'm going to say there are, you know, it's not all doom and gloom for me on the Fridays because I do. I get a little excited. I always wish that, like, Fridays for me are a trigger where I always wish Stefan got home earlier from Yeah, work. totally. I get you know, that. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want my weekend yeah, to kick to off start. with all of us yeah. together and it not feel like Monday or Tuesday yeah. or Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. And, you know, lots of times, he, you know, with traffic in L.A. and stuff, even if he's like, I'm leaving 10 minutes early, somehow that makes him 10 minutes later than he would normally be. You totally. know what I mean? Like, so I think there's... There's that, but it is nice knowing he will be around yeah. for the weekend. Yeah. Right? And there's always that sense of renewed hope that we will figure it out mm-hmm. that weekend. And eventually, here's the thing we all have pretty young kids still. Eventually, I mean, Katie Bell's at eight, it's pretty self sufficient. Mm-hmm. If I had like two eight year olds, yeah. <laughs> the weekends would be. A hundred percent different. I mean, Mm. this is another one of those things where the week's going to change when I've got both kids in school full time, when both kids are old enough to thoroughly amuse themselves. I mean, I I like hanging out with my kids, but Katie Bell's definitely at a different age now where if it was just she and I on the weekends, we would be having a totally different experience. We could be going to do lots of other things that interest both of us. She's like... Her interest levels have developed, her ability to enjoy things longer and be more engaged and have conversations with me about it has really exploded over this last year. But I still have Ellis, who's four, who still just has like a totally different need set. You know what I mean? And so like it's we're still stuck in that how do we fill this time? Uh, over these days. It's like every day's a mama else day, like all crammed in, but now with everybody. Right. And with a kid who doesn't want to spend that time with the other two in the house. Maybe we need to do another weekends episode. (laughs) (laughs) Regardless, I'm looking forward to Monday. One Bad Mother is supported in part by Bob's Red Mill. Bob's Red Mill believes you shouldn't have to stress out about making easy and nutritious meals for your family. They're dedicated to making it easy to get going in the mornings with their on-the-go oatmeal cups and other healthy breakfast items. Bob's Red Mill is offering our listeners 25% off with promo code MOTHER if you head to bobsredmill.com. The company has been making high-quality, gluten-free, and stone-ground products for decades, minimally processed in a stone mill in Oregon. Head to bobsredmill.com to get 25% off with promo code MOTHER. That's bobsredmill.com, code MOTHER. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time, Teresa. Genius me. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. So we've been having a lot of food issues in our house. and I hate food. I know. I hate food. And it, it's, you know, Grace is fairly picky but she has a pretty good appetite but we got to this point with Oscar where the shit really hit the fan because he kind of like has been narrowing what he'll eat ever since he was like two and now he's like almost four and a half and he's like it was the point where he was he was really only eating fruit sometimes a little cheese yeah sometimes a pbj and that was and crackers yeah like that was pretty much it and it was getting kind of like upsetting like yeah. I was like shit does he need like occupational therapy or something because for real yeah, and no. this is a pro- like yeah. and like he asked me what a vegetarian was one day and I was like well I guess you're a vegetarian <laughs> yeah because I mean really I so don't I like, eat meat yeah, yeah he won't eat a lot of th- a lot of things and um Jesse and I have been going seeing this therapist together who has a lot of like 
a lot of special training in like kids' developmental differences. And we mentioned the thing with Oscar to her the other day. And she was like, well, there's one thing you can just try. It's a little bit of extra work. But anyways, we've We've tried it, and basically what it is, it's called first plate, and maybe maybe some of you guys have heard of it, but basically what you do is at dinner time each night, before dinner, you know, you make sure kids are not, like, heavily snacked, you know, yeah. you make sure they're kind of hungry at dinner time, and everybody gets a first plate, which is, like, four or five teeny tiny tastes of things. Yeah. And they have to finish that to get to their second plate, which is the dinner. Right. Um, And so the dinner can be whatever. It can be like mac and cheese or whatever we normally would serve them. Yeah. But the first plate can be like things that are little challenges for them, but they come to it kind of hungry and it's such a tiny amount that it's like manageable for them. It's not like asking very much of them to get through it. And like sure enough, you know, the first few nights it was it took us a while to get the hang of it. Like it it has to be a good balance of things where they don't feel totally overwhelmed. Right. Like this is more stuff that like there's too many things that I'm scared of here. Like it has to be like some more manageable things and like a few challenges. And just, like, tiny amounts. But once we kind of got them to realize this was happening every night, and there was, like, a night or two where they never made it past their first plate. Yeah. And that sucked. But then we, we're we in a groove with it now, and it's it's blowing my mind the stuff that now my kids are eating without even complaining. Like, this has been, like, two weeks or three weeks going, and they're eating, like, romaine lettuce and arugula and... They're eating nuts and they're eating, Oscar's eating turkey, salami, chicken, bacon. Like, I mean, it's, uh, uh, it's, and like, they're kind of like relaxed. Like, it's, it's not a thing anymore. It's so weird how dramatically, and to be clear, my kids don't, I don't think they have underlying like sensory issues that made this happen. It was more just just our habits in our house that created these patterns for them. And I know that, like, it's not this simple for all kids. Yeah. However, this trick really, really worked for my kids. And I'm so happy because I feel like... Oh, my God. And now we can push, like, we can continue to push. Like, last night I put, like, a handful of lettuce instead of just, like, one leaf, you know? And, like, it was fine because they're used to it. You are doing such a good job. Yeah, thanks. I, in my... Self-care journey, like over six months ago, in some other deprived mm-hmm. self-care state, I started searching for when the next QuiltCon, is a convention for quilters, was going to be coming back to Pasadena because it comes every year. And six months ago, I found the date and stuck it in my calendar. Yeah. And it has been on my calendar yeah. for six months. Yes. It's been on Stefan's calendar for six months. Yes. So we all knew QuiltCon was happening yes. last weekend in Pasadena. And I went to QuiltCon. Oh my God. That's and I so stared great. at quilts and I bought fabric that I won't do anything with, <laughs> but it's so pretty and makes me so happy. Aww. And it was good. That's awesome. Thank you. Good job. Hi, this is Teresa. I am calling with a genius and I apologize if I'm overly enthusiastic, but it just happened and I'm really excited. <laughs> I have a two year old and a nine month old. And we are on day three of snow day. I'm off work. My husband is working from home, which is infuriating. But two days ago, our dishwasher stopped working. And I have not been washing the dishes. So there's just this mountain of dishes covering my entire counter. And I've been putting it off. And about a half an hour ago, I put both kids down for a nap at the same time, which they never do. And I decided that I'm going to spend their nap time washing all of these dishes. But before I did, I was wondering if I could fix the dishwasher. So I Googled the problem, and I fucking fixed it. And I'm so excited. So I just loaded up the dishwasher, hit start, and I'm going to go watch some Netflix instead of washing dishes for an hour. I'm really excited. (sighs) Anyways, you all are doing a great job. Thank you so much for the podcast. Bye. Uh, So good. so good. It is. You are like a Friday old school style. Yeah, that's how that's how much joy yeah. that is right there. I'm almost like so honored that she took a few minutes to call us I know. before like and just yeah. like the, that's the precious nap time that I mean I know that I know. she gave to herself she by doing this. Fixed that shit. Yeah. Fuck so yeah. Good. good job. So good. Good job. 
failures. Fail, 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 fail. You suck. Teresa, fail name. We got a new measuring tape thing that goes on the wall where you measure how tall your kids are like over time and I wanted to get a new one because we've had some name changes in our house so I wanted (laughs) to like go back and like put in the measurements of my kids from all along with the correct name and so as I was doing that I realized that although Gracie had been measured all the way up until she turned five last year I somehow stopped measuring <laughs> Oscar when he was two and a half. Oh. The last measurement of Oscar on this it's chart like, is two and a half. Wow. So I don't know what to say about that. Sorry, Just, Oscar. Sorry. I had ready to catch up. I <laughs> measured him now. What a growth spurt you yeah. had. <laughs> it's like it's like we forget they exist in our house sometimes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, bad job. I know. Last week I spoke about the stomach flu that had entered our house and how wonderful I was with Ellis. You were wonderful. I was so good. Don't take that away from yourself, but go on. I got home (laughs) that day. That was a Wednesday. Uh I got home and the school calls. Katie Bell has a stomach ache. And I go get her and I'm a little like, Mm, does she really? Because uh, really, yeah. uh, yeah. I'm a horrible person. Mm-hmm. And like by five in the afternoon, she's vomiting. Yeah. Like, so now I think I believe I texted Teresa and I was like, uh, I can feel the graciousness of my amazing parenting mm-hmm. just evaporating yep. as we speak. So, Ellis. <laughs> So by Thursday, you were like, as soon as there's two, two as never there's mind. Two. Yeah, fuck like, this. One of shit. them had to be healthy for yeah. me to be good at this. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> by Thursday, okay, uh, Ellis still had the slight fever, Ugh. but was on the mend. Like, uh-huh. no, actually, he didn't even have the fever on Thursday. He was just home because it was Mama Ellis Day. Oh, good. <laughs> so he was just home. <laughs> Katie Bell, the full fever, mm-hmm. the vomiting. Friday, Ellis back in school because he's fine. Katie Bell home with the recovery day mm-hmm. with just the fever. But actually, her fever broke pretty early. Everybody's fine by Saturday morning. And then Saturday afternoon, Stefan no. explodes no. in every direction. <laughs> Total sickness. His genius, he wanted me to acknowledge, was that he's good at hitting the bucket. Oh, good <laughs> so job, there was that. And You while, are an adult. While but, we are still yeah. all like... We have I have power cleaned that house in so many ways, mm-hmm. like over the last like five days. I mean that high that house every sheet, every towel, every crevice, every floorboard, every carpet, everything has been washed. Uh-huh. And if they can't be washed, they have been sprayed mm-hmm. and they have been wiped mm-hmm. repeatedly. So many toothbrushes have come and gone from our house cleaning so much. And I Handled it like a real asshole. <laughs> I just was like, my fail is that I just was not at all pleasant about it mm. the remainder of the weekend. This is such a fail. A fail. I um, have been trying to be healthier and eating a lot more fiber because I would like to feel confident about myself after having my child. And apparently that made me have the biggest poop ever at work in the, like, fancy pants bathroom that's only for the CEO. It was the most horrifying moment of my life because, of course, the toilet clogged. And then I had to call everybody and tell them that I am a shit monster. And it was horrifyingly bad and i'm going to move to mexico i love you guys i just wanted to make you laugh at my horror. <laughs> have a great wow wow i'm just gonna say mm-hmm. you're doing a horrible job mm-hmm. taking care of yourself yeah. and being in public so there you go just awful you are the greatest mom i've ever known
One Bad Mother is supported in part by Audible, with an unmatched selection of audiobook and spoken word audio products. Audible is the internet's leading provider of spoken word entertainment. Audiobooks are great for helping you be a better you, whether you want to feel healthier, get motivated, or learn something new, or just enjoy listening to something fun, like Helen Ellis, my sister's book, American Housewife, which you can find at audible.com. Audible is offering our listeners a free 30-day trial membership. Get a free audiobook, like American Housewife, with a 30-day trial today by signing up. Go to audible.com slash badmother or text badmother to 500-500 to get started. In a world dominated by dude bro movie podcasts a world where casey affleck has an oscar and angela bassett does not only one podcast is brave enough to call bullshit who shot ya with Ricky Carmona. A lot of people don't know Porks, Puerto Rican. Alonzo Duralde. I would eat Oakjaw. <gasps> April Wolf. I want to interrupt and say yes. that the fish man was real sexy. Drea Clark. I have a real soft spot for King Kong. And women of color. I was like, damn! Right, Kugel got final cut. Kugel got final cut! I just felt like the film was so sour and so completely irrelevant to basically anything in life. Who shot ya? Listen every Friday on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everyone, Freddie Wong, Matt Arnold, and Will Campos here to tell you about Story Break, a writer's room podcast where every week we, the Hollywood geniuses behind Video Game High School, have one hour to turn a humble idea into an awesome movie. Thrill as we weave the tragic tale of Jar Jar, a Star Wars story. We're going to double down on everything that made the prequels great. Jar Jar, (laughs) trade federation, (laughs) politics. Gasp as we assemble a pantheon of heroes for the Kellogg Cinematic Universe. We could get rid of Snap, Crackle, Pop. I wouldn't even miss them. You're crazy. They die in the second Oh, come on. <laughs> and join us as we make fun of Matt as he struggles to name a single Beyonce song. Well, yeah, put a finger on it. Sure, she wants to be Beyonce. Put a um, finger on it. Beyonce's <laughs> famous song. Will we break the story? Or will the story break us? Find out by joining us in the writer's room every Thursday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Teresa, it's time to go to our special place. Our place where we listen to a mom have a breakdown. Hi, one bad mother. This is a mom having a breakdown. I was a working mother, and I decided that I was going to leave my job, my career, and be a stay-at-home mom, and I had no idea that it was going to be this hard, (laughs) and that I don't understand how thousands of women can do this, can be stay-at-home moms, and I can't, and that I just can't do it. And that I miss work so much just because I want to be away from my children. And I feel horrible saying that. And it's just so hard. And I don't really know what to do when I feel like this. And everybody says, you're doing the right thing. You should be home with your children. It's the best thing to do. And I honestly don't know if it is. Anyways, all those stay-at-home moms out there, you're doing a good job. Bye. Okay. First off, you are doing a great job. Yeah, you are. Okay? There is no question how amazing you are. Second... I want to address anybody who's telling you that staying home with your children is the best thing for your kids. Or for you. Or for you. Or for anyone. Or for anyone. Is not possibly correct. Yeah. (laughs) There is a huge sliding scale out there. Mm -hmm. And most of that scale involves what is best for you. As the starting point. Now, this is a shitty, horrible thing that uh, no one wants to hear or be comfortable accepting. Me included. 
and that is what is best for the care providers will be best for the people they're caring for, Mm -hmm. okay? We see this come up in all sorts of scenarios. It's the, it's better for you if you let your children sleep with you all night. It's -hmm. better for you if you let your children sleep on their own. It's better for you and your children if you breastfeed them until they're 20. It's better for you or your children if you don't breastfeed them or you wean them early, right? Like each situation, and you just fill it in, fill in the blank. Yep. Everybody's got an opinion. Yep. And their opinions aren't necessarily out there to ruin your life. They're usually sometimes based on their personal experiences. Sometimes they're right for someone. For someone. Yeah. And this, Teresa and I met as Teresa was going through this very situation of, do I, I mean, I don't want to speak for you, but I mean, it was like, do I? Well, it was kind of like the the flip side of it. Yeah. Like, I was feeling like I was getting messages that the best thing was for me to work full time and have my kids in care. And that... That's right. I was feeling really like pressured to have that be my life, yeah. which is really just the exact same thing. Yeah, it I was is. feeling the fact that that didn't feel good to me made me feel really bad. I felt that I was lacking in some way because that wasn't like desirable to me. And that's the point of where we are with this conversation. Yeah. This has nothing to do with whether you do choose to work or you don't choose to work, yeah. whether you have a choice to work, whether you don't have a choice, whether you let everybody sleep on your head at night or you all, you know, sleep separately. I mean, in hotel rooms, as far apart as possible. <laughs> the circumstances are not what's important. It's feeling like your only choice or that the quote-unquote best correct choice is the one that's making you feel the worst. Yeah. And that's where that comes from. And there's a lot, I think it's confusing because, you know, sometimes we feel like getting to stay home is a privilege. Even phrasing in that way, getting to stay home. we, We think it's a privilege. And there are lots of people who can't stay home who really, really want to. Right. And that's really real too. But don't let that delude you into thinking that therefore, just because you can stay home, that is what you should be doing. <laughs> yeah, like, don't punish yourself yeah. because you have an opportunity yeah. to try. And, and, and here's the thing. We make these choices when, and I don't mean the choices of staying home or not. I mean, any choice that we make with our kids, mm-hmm. be it about school, be it about eating, be it about an activity, be it about how you engage with them on weekends or during the week or whatever it is. We make these choices and we feel like they then bind us mm-hmm. on some level. So true. Yeah. And they do not bind us. No one's going to punish you. Mm-mm. You're not going to get a timeout or be grounded or worse yeah. for making a choice that you then discover may not be right for you and your family. Yeah. And so you are allowed to make a different choice. Totally. And yeah, it's going to be work. Look, like none of that's like none of these choices yeah. are easy. No. None of them like fix it all in yeah. a minute, but just the act of allowing yourself to realize and to say out loud, I actually do have a choice in this situation on some level. I can make some sort of adjustment. Can sometimes be the very thing that takes that weight off of your shoulders. Mm-hmm. And like I said, sometimes those adjustment or choices will require lots of times before they can be fully implemented yeah. and taken care of. Yeah. Not everything. And sometimes it's something you can take care of in a day. But if you free yourself from the time, from like, you know, like, uh, it goes back to the whole, I can never leave New York City or I'm a failure. Right. Whatever that bullshit scenario is that people who go to New York feel is the situation. Or like, I think about Ophira and the like, you know, the story I told myself, Eisenberg, the story I told myself was I was never going to have kids. Now I've got to shift my story all over again. And most of the issues we have with shifting those stories is solely within us. Yeah. Everyone around us actually really just wants you to be happy. Yeah. And when people are confused or surprised, yeah. that's natural. It's not It's not judgment. No. It's just conf- confusion and surprise. That's <laughs> you know, right. It's, it's, 
it's okay. You know, it's not, you You know, none of us need to live up to someone else's image of us. You right. know, it's. And our image needs to be one that is, that, that our focus needs to be on what is the image we want for ourselves. Like, yeah. What is the image we want to live up to solely for ourselves? Yes. And that's one that needs to be given kindness and care mm-hmm. and attention. Yeah. Okay. And everything else, we're just displacing our our stress and our yeah. ju- our self judgment on on what we think they're mirrors and they're not correct. Yeah, we're just surra- you know, and so like stop looking in those mirrors. Yeah. I think you can also say that was fun and now it's done. Like yeah. I don't think anyone, <laughs> like I, I know, like but yeah, n- nobody, like nobody, you don't ever need to say. I made a huge mistake. Like, you don't need to tell the world, I made a huge mistake. I mean, we're happy to hear you say that. But, like, (laughs) you don't need to feel that you need to go and share with the world, I shouldn't have done that. I thought it would be this, and it's not. I mean, you can. But, like, it's totally fine to be like, okay, I did this. Now I'm doing something else. Like, you don't have to. Nobody, it's. There's that feeling that you now owe others an an apology or an explanation. And you don't. No. That's right. Yeah, that, that is a good point. Thank you. But that, but that's true. I think we carry around this like weight of now I have to tell everybody. Right now they're all gonna know. Yeah, no one cares. Yeah, they really don't. And you still did it. Yeah, I don't know if you did it for like a few weeks or like a couple of years. I don't know. Yeah, but, like yeah, it's fine. You had an opportunity to see if it would work. Yes. It's if, if you feel that it's not, and you would like to try something else, and you have an opportunity to try it. You should do that if that's what you want to do. Yeah. But here's the thing. There's no question that you're showing up for your family. Yes, okay? you are. And that is the thing that will carry your kids through whatever. You don't have to be with them 24 hours to Mm-mm. give them no. the perfect life. No. In fact, they need some fucking time away and so do you, right? Yeah. And it's... it's I hate to be a weirdo, but what a gift to discover this is not working out. This is not, this yeah. doesn't work for you. Yeah. Feels like shit. Yeah, it sucks. It's a sucky discovery, but it's also a gift. Yeah. And now you've said it out loud. Yeah. And we're all cheering for you. Yeah. To, to take the time that you need to figure out what would be best next. Yes. You are doing a remarkable job. Yes, you are. You really are. Teresa. Yes. What did we learn today? <laughs> we learned that Biz does not do Mondays through Sundays. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we learned once again that even some of them, I learned that some of the most mundane things uh, in our lives, uh, like the significance of how we're supposed to feel or what days of the weeks are supposed to symbolize for us, uh, most of the time are not worth our, a second thought from us. <laughs> right. And two, are really based in these narratives that we keep holding on to that just don't apply anymore. Mm-hmm. It probably never applied. Mm-hmm. And we're probably just some grand advertising scheme to get us to buy something, wear something, do something, or try something. Mondays are this. Fridays are this. Hooray! Every day offers the same challenges and benefits as they did the week before, (laughs) okay? (laughs) There are kids in our lives. There are responsibilities that we have to them, to ourselves, and to those around us. Whether those come in the form of work, laundry, feeding, shop, grocery shopping, homework, school, doing it all over again, (laughs) sleep training, diet, eating, whatever. Like, it's all... It's all there, and if holding and if, and if labeling a certain day some sort of amazing, awesome day gets us through it, then it's Friday somewhere. <laughs> Guys, couple of announcements. Just so everybody remembers, if you're doing a local meetup, we're happy to give a shout out to a local uh, OBM meetup. Uh, one bad mother DC is having a one bad mother DC playground potluck. Saturday, March 17th, 3 to 5 p.m. at Boyd Park in Cheverly, Maryland. Boyd Park in Cheverly, 
Maryland. It's coming out of the One Bag Kitchen group. Come to a playground potluck to meet other D.C. OBMs and enjoy some tasty treats. Make it, bake it, buy it, or rummage through your cabinet for something that hasn't expired. It's all good because you are doing a great job. More information can be found on the event page in the One Bad Mother D.C. Facebook group. Have fun, guys. That sounds so fun. That does sound fun. Enjoy. Also, we're going to be... In Chicago, May 11th and 12th, Mother's Day weekend, both days at G-Man Tavern in Chicago. Tickets are still on sale for the Friday, May 11th show. You can find out information at OneBadMotherPodcast.com for tickets, times, all that good stuff. But uh, Saturday's totally sold out. And the Friday, May 11th, we are tick, tick, ticketing our way to being sold out for that too. So if you want to get your tickets, go ahead and grab them. That is going to be a really fun fucking weekend. I'm so excited. I am so excited. Mother's Day, you guys. Mother's Day with Biz and Teresa (laughs) at a bar. (laughs) Woo! It's going to be good. We're going to be selling books and signing books after the show, uh, which will be really excited. So we'll have a chance to hang out and and say hi. Uh, The book is You're Doing a Great Job, 100 Ways You're Winning at Parenting. Uh, You can get that uh, where people sell books. Check out your independent bookstores. Uh, They'll have it, as well as all the other successful places you can buy books. Um, You can also join us on Facebook, private, public group. I just want to give a shout out specifically to say that uh, make sure you know which group you're posting on. You had to do something special to get into the private group, like talk to a moderator. If you go to our public page, anything you post there will be seen by everyone you know. Yep. So just be aware before you start talking about your in-laws on our public page. They will see it if you're Facebook friends. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter. At One Bad Mothers with an S, at Teresa Thorne, at Biz Ellis. You can review us on iTunes. You can review the books where you buy books online. Guys, this is the most important announcement. You're doing an amazing job. Yeah, you are. Everybody's doing this in different sets of circumstances, and you're all remarkable. Mm-hmm. And no matter how you're getting through your week, uh, no matter how many kids you have, no matter how many jobs you have, no matter if you're nailing staying home or you're nailing going to work, no matter no matter where it is on this giant sliding scale that is parenting, you are doing a remarkable job. And uh, we all see you. Yep. And you're nailing it. Teresa. Yes. You're doing a great job. Thanks, Biz. So are you. Thank you. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye! I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. You know that right. We'd like to thank Max Fun, our producer, Kara Hart, our husbands, Stephen Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all of these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash OneBadMother. For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. Well, Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blues. Oh, said Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blues. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.